Before we start, just a heads up. This episode makes direct reference to one of our previous episodes, Birthplace of the UAE. If you haven't listened to it yet, we highly suggest you do that now and then come back to us on this episode. Trust us, it's worth it, and this episode will make so much more sense. Also, there's a point in today's episode that makes reference to graphic images, so if you're squeamish or listening with young kids, here's our disclaimer. Okay, let's begin. And one story that always kind of captures my imagination. The streets lost culture. And you're listening to Kerning Cultures. As most of you know, Kerning Cultures is a startup. And so today, instead of listening to your typical story, we're going to invite you to come backstage and behind the scenes of our non-existent studio and share some recent introspection that our team has been going through regarding a recent episode. We're gonna take a stab at that really big question that's always on our minds as storytellers and journalists, which is, are we doing this thing right? We are absolutely still a startup and we're still figuring things out. And I think that a lot of the times media companies sort of talk to their audiences and we, wanted to show the transparency of all of our colors and all of our flaws and and i think that that was a really important sort of internal uh debate that was happening with us as a team that is that i think was important to share that this was one of the growing pains of of us building this company was this sort of self-reflection of are we doing this right okay so guys Um, Can we just go back and talk a little bit about the listener party from before in December? Do you want to introduce yourself? Oh, sure. Um, I'm Jackie Sophia, and I'm a producer here at Kerning Cultures. Maybe just tell everybody what a listening party is in case they don't know yet. Yeah, so a listening party is basically, it's an excuse for us to kind of just drop what we're doing in our lives and listen to a podcast story in the same room with a bunch of other people who love listening to podcasts. And then afterwards, we just geek out over what we heard and talk about it with each other. So when I was in Brooklyn at our listener party back in December, we listened to the episode Birthplace of the UAE. So the Kennedys were this Christian missionary family who were invited to Align, which is a beautiful desert oasis in the UAE. And at the time in the 1960s, The mortality rates there for women and newborns in childbirth were ridiculously high. When my father met with them, Sheikh Shekhabut said, we really need you, we especially need your wife. We don't have any doctors, women are dying in childbirth. They would die in childbirth. It was a 50% mortality rate. One in every two children and one in every three mothers are dying in childbirth. The population of the UAE is completely stagnant and no one knows what to do. After the episode, I actually walked around the room recording the conversation when people started talking. Um, So, yeah, whenever you're ready, just uh, start talking. And I'm going to, like, run over to you like a weirdo and kiss my face. Yeah? My first reaction was, why... This is Layla. Why is a story only told about the Middle East if it involves white people? That was my first reaction. 
And I guess it draw it just creates like questions like who is this podcast intended for? Um, and what is like I mean, I learned a ton. That's the thing. I learned a ton through the podcast, but I also um I don't know, it seems like it's not maybe focused on telling the stories of the people of the Middle East, but rather about this these white folks who went to the Middle East. It was a little white savior-y. Right? This is Alex. Where like this backwards country and these backwards people that are like putting salt in their vaginas after birth um, and then dying the second, third time because the scar tissue would rip. It was like a devastating story, but it was also a story kind of about the backwardness of the culture that was fixed by smart Westerners. I noticed it as well, right? And I think that the fact that most people in this room noticed it is, a, is an important thing to recognize. You know, when you, whenever you have a podcast about the region, it is important to, to make sure that you are representing the voices of the people that you're trying to tell stories about, right? Um, do you think that the story that was told, do you think that in some ways it represents the the incredibly forward-thinking culture of the Middle East in a way because of the fact that these missionaries, they were from the outside. They were from a completely different religion, completely different um, cultural background, came into a, a relatively closed-off society, right? So the fact that they were welcomed into this community so so quickly and and not just welcomed but but told you can keep your religion you can worship whatever you want here we don't care like you're doing something that benefits the society and you're contributing as a member of this community so no matter who you are or where you come from you're welcome here so do you think that looking at it from that perspective it also tells the narrative of a place that's not backwards at all, it's, it's quite forward-thinking before everybody else. There seems to be... And this is Chris. So the, the story seeks to capture like an element of bravery and uh, of people. And I think kind of to your point, Layla, it, it captures the, the feelings of these folks who are like coming in to a culture that already exists. The story of one in three women who died during childbirth and like that entire process that there is a desire to, to capture a courage. Um, I just don't know if it actually happened. Courage of the people who came into the culture? No, no, of the community themselves, of what they were trying, what Oasis meant to them. Obviously this, this story was complex, right? It wasn't all about how backward Arabs are, but there was some backwardness, right? That was depicted or whatever. What I'm thinking about sort of separate is, is this question of do, like, I'm thinking about the larger context of these stories, right? Um, do we need, in this moment, do we need more stories about, do we need more stories right now about the backwardness of Arabs? Not really. As the night went on, everybody kind of did their own thing and broke off into other discussions. But Leila and I kept talking and I kept the tape rolling. I love the idea of telling human stories from the Middle East. No story doesn't have political consequences, or especially when you're talking about sharing stories in the Western world, right? 
Um, so all stories exist within a context. What's always complicated, the fact that these stories are important to tell, they're real, but what broader narrative are they contributing to? This story in particular contributes to this notion of Arabs as backward. Right now it's a very strong narrative in the U.S. The reality is that, like, yes, these stories are super real. They're, this is crazy that, that the mortality rate was so high for women. And unfortunately, though, like, the question is, like, is, there, is it always valuable to tell these stories given the current political climate? Could you actually be contributing to something toxic or damaging or hurtful? And so this conversation launched our whole team into some very serious questioning, asking what our roles are as storytellers. Yeah, no, I sort of don't know if I agree. I know where she's coming from. Um, but, I mean, that didn't occur to me at all with that story. I mean, I, it, it was a story about Westerners. I, I don't think we pitched it like these Westerners saved this community. I, but then maybe that's just me being like a white dude and being ignorant to that kind of thing. I try not to be, but, you know, maybe maybe that was something that I missed. Did you guys feel that way? No, actually, I didn't feel that way. I feel like it's, it depends on the one who listened to how yeah. how would you frame it, you know. Um, I think, I, and actually, I never, this never occurred to me. You know, I'm, mm. not, I'm not a white dude, you know, I'm an Arab. <laughs> so this didn't occur to me at all, actually. I think the same thing for me is also because it was the first and only uh, episode I had listened to is I wasn't like, oh, this is what I'm sure all the episodes are like white savior. Like I knew that wasn't the case. But I think just while I was listening to it at one point, I was like, oh, we're still like the characters are still the Kennedys. It's still we're still talking about this missionary family. I think I reached a point where I was like, oh, like all these characters are white. Interesting. I mean, I think what they were talking about is the context of the piece. So, of course, I, I don't think it's problematic, uh, one story among many. Mm. But like you said, this is the only uh, episode they were they were listening to. It was really interesting to hear the perspective from the listening party in New York. I heard the whole the whole way through, like 59 minutes, like doing my dishes, like listening to people <laughs> like break it down. Um, we tried really, really hard to find an Emirati voice, but... I think this is also our flaw in assuming that people know more than uh, we think they know about the UAE. Alain is a super conservative community. It is so difficult to get someone to talk to you. And even the person that we did include uh, was super secretive about her name and her identity. And, and even though we had reached out through various channels, like it never materialized. Nothing ever came through. But I think... Like Ahmed said, um, it's really interesting because it really matters who's listening. What we would take away from it, what I took away from the story is not that these people are so backwards, but how progressive of them to be so accepting of this missionary hospital and these people. The Middle East is not comprised of of just Arabs. Like we we cannot just isolate our experiences and just say that we deal with Arabs only on a daily basis. No, like this whole country is built on the backs of expats working their butts off, like whether building the buildings or, or building the economies or, you know, establishing workforces or making friendships. I think 
yeah. you cannot isolate and say like you are having a purely Arab experience. And I, I think maybe how we failed was that we just assumed people knew. And maybe we should have explained it better. There was a really good back and forth with Jackie and one of the listeners, Layla, I think still towards the end of the tape, where she was, Layla was pressing on always trying to pull back to the broader narrative that this story fits into and what is the purpose of telling that story. We started telling these episodes very much like grinding ourselves to answer that question. And then we started to become obsessed with just telling really good stories. And I think we lost sight of pulling back out to say, what is the purpose of this story? And also really pressing ourselves with every episode of what what role will this story play in a larger grand narrative about the region? I feel letting people behind the scenes right now leaves us very vulnerable. You know, we're kind of exposing what we did wrong, potentially our flaws or something we didn't really look into. And I feel like it's a different way of looking at the way we produce. I hope that this is a piece would continue to invite that sort of feedback um, because it it is something that we that we deeply took to heart. And it's something that that we that we want like having this kind of relationship with our audience is incredibly important moving forward. This is all to say our listeners are not passive consumers of just whatever we broadcast out there. We want our listeners to keep us on our toes and stay engaged. So please anybody out there listening continue to reach out. I mean tell us what you're thinking, dig deep, ask questions and we will do the same. Like, honestly, to humanize Arabs and the people of the Arab world is, like, one of the most important things that anyone can be doing. So I think that as long as, like, that's a major focus of the podcast, you know, that's awesome. A huge shout-out to our listeners who came out for this eye-opening discussion back in December. It was our second listener meetup in Brooklyn, and it's safe to say that we'll be doing a lot more of these throughout the year. Now, more than ever, these discussions need to keep happening. If you want to host your own listener party, you can contact us. Shoot us an email at info at kerningcultures.com with want to meet up in the subject line and tell us what city you're in. We'll set you up with some nice Casey swag and a set of guiding questions to get you started. And to all the listeners who get our brains and souls working extra hard, thank you. Here's to a more complete narrative of the Middle East and many more diverse voices shaping it. This behind-the-scenes Kerning Cultures episode was produced by myself, Jackie Sophia, with editorial support by Rosanna Zayani and Hiba Fisher, as well as Lily Crown, Atia Latif, Taylor Ruckel, and Beth Watson. Sound design by Mohamed Klezad. And of course, a special thanks to all our listeners for encouraging us to always dig deeper, as well as letting us stick microphones in your faces at listening parties. As always, if you liked what you heard here today, please take a quick second, rate us on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on. It really helps boost our rankings so more people can find out about us. Thanks for listening. And see you next time on Kerning Cultures. You. Yeah? yeah. Okay. 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 <sighs> I have to get in the zone. <laughs>
Okay. And so today, instead of our typical story, we're going to invite you to join us as we go behind the scenes and share it again. Rewind. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Mm. That coffee is good, guys. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>